0: Hello everyone, I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues, excuse me, between rural and urban America. It's a Tuesday across the pond version. Andrew Henderson checking in post-lunch in the UK. Jay Truitt and I just getting a take on the day. Mm. Yep. What's going on, in Southwest Missouri, Jay?
1: Hey, we had uh, we had a pretty good thunderstorm last night and uh, rain clouds, and it finally did rain. We needed some rain, so I actually I, it got colder while it rained. But uh, I went outside this morning, and it, uh, it it's going to be a beautiful springtober day whether the weather is better, but uh, there we go, it's Missouri.
0: I have uh, no accumulation accounts, but Kelly says that it was a light, beautiful soaking rain last night, first rain we've had since, I believe, August.
2: Wow. We did yeah. have
0: a couple of yeah. snows early winter. Um, we are, at my place, as dry or drier than we were the same day in 2012, which is the worst year of my life in terms of drought so anytime you get a little rain after that it just it's uh, extremely refreshing
1: yes yeah. it was it, hey. it, it was a cold and one of those really uncomfortable kind of rains uh but yeah it started raining uh it started raining here yesterday at about uh about 10 30 or 11 o'clock morning and uh rained uh, a light rain all afternoon, and then a pretty heavy rain four or five hours uh, in the huh. evening, and oh, uh, wow. most of the night. It, it, so, I,
0: I would get right, a real
1: precipitation
0: weather report. What about from the Andrew?
2: It always in England. No, it it's absolutely. It's <laughs> absolutely beautiful here at the moment. We've had um, two days of no rain. Um, we did have some rain last week, and we are set for another 10 days of no rain. It's beautiful spring weather. In fact, its I think it's its global warming, to be honest. It's uh, 20 degrees in March, which is very, very unusual. That's about uh, 70 Fahrenheit to you, which is quite warm, as uh, as Jay will agree with me, that for this time of year we don't normally get weather that warm, given that, that 20 degrees is normally the summer. So, yeah, uh, we've got some lovely weather, beautiful weather, actually.
1: I will, I will we tell got you when covered. I went to uh, Trent, when I was going to school, I arrived in England in the uh, summer of 1902. Uh, yeah, I think. It, and uh, that was one of the warm summers that they had had on record quite some time that year. And uh, there. And uh, I had been in flight school in uh, Columbus, Mississippi, which is like the definition of hot and muggy in this summer, right? And the humidity is somewhere in Mississippi. I'm sure. and uh, I arrived in England, and to me, it's because it was like 80 degrees, but the heat was a little lower, and it had beautiful sunshine every day. Heat strokes, and I felt felt so bad for them but at the same time i <laughs> loving that weather so much it wasn't even funny and, uh yeah. two weeks somebody mm-hmm. goes hey this is like the worst summer we've had this is all it's been drying it's hot I can't stand it and i go like oh okay i'll just be quiet i had mississippi weather you know what well, they
2: you know they tell you nice. that but it you're right, though. They tell you that, but they all fly off to Spain for their holidays. It's just a, it's a complete uh, yeah, yeah. contradiction right. in terms. It's a, it's a complete contradiction. Yeah. I love the warm weather. I've always loved the warm weather. I think it's because I come from Scotland and they don't have any warm weather. And so, uh, when you get it, you should enjoy it. Um,
0: uh, this is rather humorous due to the fact that we were talking about who was listening to us and not, not us because we're some special interest, but just people in general. As we have now successfully for the first five minutes of this program talked about weather. I don't remember this happening, but while I'm sitting here looking at my laptop, a winter weather advisory alert pops up on my screen. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Well, I should, oh if it happens again, I'm going to yeah.
0: screenshot it because we're talking about the weather. And all of a sudden now I talked about rain. I'm being informed that at my house it's 35 degrees with a winter weather advisory throughout the course of the mornings.
2: So. so, do you know what? It's really interesting because it's interesting you should say that. But to actually talk about the weather, I can't remember ever being on a, a program with you where the first five minutes have been taken up I know. talking about the weather um but uh, anyway that is a very good uh, th- th- there's a lot of ways of describing weather isn't there a lot of ways you can yeah. you can talk about beautiful yeah. snowy, it, snowy it, conditions it, right. it or terrible be, snowy conditions
0: it could be a goat it could be a uh, a sheep you know there mm-hmm. are many types of weather and so we could talk about weather and talk about something to eat as well
2: yeah yep yeah uh and as I say, so. You what?
1: Know, no, I was just going to tie it in tie into weather into something that is kind of timely. This whole discussion, uh, or this whole issue going on in Sri Lanka right now, where they had the, uh, or in where was that somewhere? Uh, Myanmar, Myanmar, I can't remember one. Myanmar,
2: Myanmar. Country in the Myanmar. South-
1: yeah, their their leadership had committed that they were going to grow only only uh, organic production. And then they had a little bit of a drought and their crops failed. And uh, all of a sudden they have no food. And so uh, they're, they're like, uh, mm, wait, this whole organic production idea, our pro- crop production actually just went to the floor. Uh, and we didn't have a backup plant. And I don't have anything against organic production. That's not my not my initiative. It was the fact that it was a government everybody use one exact system and stay functioning in that, that exact system and why they picked it' I don't know why they picked it because they wanted to come off of the, uh, one of the kids unity. and now all of a sudden the uh, government told them how to farm work.
0: So Would it not this, be- this this is this is not going to sound very congenial, but there is no doubt at some level the severity we, is we remain to be seen because that's basically what brought that Sharanka uh, image and the message to the forefront is food shortages. So there's no doubt food shortages are coming. There's too much of a disruption in the infrastructure for food production. The one silver lining in that that I am actually really looking forward to is that there have been too many NGOs that are the tail wagging the dog when it comes to food production. And I'm talking about the animal rights activists who are making millions and millions of dollars on the backs of people trying to just simply produce food, worrying about whether or not a chicken has 12 square inches or 14 square inches. Let the farmer decide what's best for the chicken or the sow or the cow and a steer in a feedlot, whatever the case may be. Or tie it into what Jay just talked about, the organic activists who really don't have a clue about health and wellness and safety of the food production. They just want to plant seeds and then oh by the way you can help us fix this food problem by giving us a little money so in all the the pain that's coming the good news is that we're going to get rid of a bunch of leeches that needed to go i
2: would uh, i would second that i would also i would also i would also make the point that the real threat to society is the political weather not the real weather the political weather is what's causing shortages, um, and I think that's why I, I think that now, I think it is slowly waking people up. You know, when you know you've got you've got Biden telling everybody that it's to do with Russia. I mean, we know that these uh, this inflation was there before the invasion of Russia into Ukraine. We know that um, feed around the world, every single commodity has gone up. It, it, exponentially frankly and we're beginning to see that they're trying to use any excuse in the book to give us a reason why things are going up but you must remember this is their plan this is what they actually want to do they actually want to starve people they're not they're actually doing it on purpose so you need to understand that that's what they're doing before you start criticizing them they're doing that on purpose um
0: I'm doing I this on it. purpose. Roll out, Andrew Henderson, Jay Truett. We'll take a break. We'll pick it up with the purpose and intent after this. The Lone Creek Cattle Company bull sale, Piedmontese bulls will—I sell. don't I I think a few females, but mostly bulls will sell April the ninth, Broken Bow, Nebraska, at the ranch. On April the eighth, Amanda Radke will be present in Broken Bow to enlighten and entertain all cattlemen alike. So get more details about the upcoming bull sale and more details about the certified Piedmontese system and why the rage continues at LoneCreekCattleCode.com. Back in three, two, one. Welcome back. Roll route, turn it loose alongside Jay Truett coming to us from southwest Missouri where he got bigger rains than I did. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, his average rainfall is probably twice annually what mine is, so it's just the way that it is. I won't yeah. I moved. I left oh, Missouri true. for a reason, Jay. Yeah. Too much yeah. rain? Yeah, absolutely. You, you were afraid that
1: you don't like fresh water? What what was that reason?
0: i didn't want to be a duck i wanted to be a guy and calving season in missouri is not any fun it is playing in the mud every single day and i went to nebraska went to south dakota for a while i love south dakota cattle and uh, but nebraska is perfect and that muck and mud of missouri is just incredible
1: yeah, we just need to be able to calve in one place and then
0: right.
1: raise them somewhere else. And then in our off-season, which is like eight minutes November or something, depending on your <laughs> cycle of life, right? That you should be able to just, like, uh, instantaneous report to another place. Like, Andrew, Johnson, yeah. people...
2: And, you and do! Europe I don't people. know what you you're, you're saying! saying. You, you actually... I, I can't go hear ahead. what, I can't believe what's coming out of your mouth. You do. You just skip around the country. <laughs> yeah, I do. Dude, yeah, are in one
1: place. I live in Puerto Rico at the time. I am thinking about, yeah. about next winter that, that I may in part of the, in the desert southwest trying to find the new hiding spot
2: there. there. So, oh, heard so nice. I hear, I hear Jeff Bezos there. has got a
0: room for you in a tunnel down there. Yeah, that'll be nice.
2: Ooh.
1: I'm i yeah. I'm probably not on the Bezos, tunnel invitee list. I, you yeah, know, well, here, so you don't want to be. O- to o- you you don't, don't want to be
2: either.
0: All right, Jago. Yeah.
1: So, no. So the uh, the White House. Uh, one of the big events in Washington D.C. on an annual basis is when the First Lady brings in all the members of Congress. Right. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, it would go without saying that every. Everybody understands the that, that has been going on. You see, among some people, over the, the whole idea of masking and not masking and unmasking people, and there's a, there's a handful of Republican spouses that are and refuse to uh, in most cases. So they but they all get invited to the White House. And uh, uh, it's, it was kind of funny. In the official invite this year, it says fully vaccinated guests are not required to wear a mask grounds. Guests who are not fully vaccinated must wear a mask at all times, including staining from eating and drinking.
2: No so you come way. To dinner,
1: but you can't eat and drink. Then. <laughs> you know what, you know what, that is just that. Others on our house ground. You can't, can't I, so I invited you to dinner, but I'm going to ask you to order over there by yourself and not eat or drink. It's like they're going to be a little kid table for, uh, for those people i don't even know
2: what to say do you know what i just think that sums it all up that sums it all up jay that's it that that sums it all up doesn't it really it really does you you
1: can't make it up
2: they bother you just can't you couldn't so come on jay we've 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 preambled this (laughs) what is going to happen when people realize that this laptop is real what's actually going to happen are you, is this country? Is your country gonna let that guy survive that?
1: So let's let's back up a little bit. Though I mean, that right <laughs> in, in the narrative that's going on right now, literally because it's fun when you look at what is what's going on. I, last night I did something I virtually never do. I I turned on, on MSNBC, people talking about this this. Story, it finally came up, and uh, in MSNBC. I was just wow, concerned. MSNBC actually discussed it a bit, and you could see the in people's eyes.
2: With I'm not surprised, finally
1: somebody on the somebody open led hey, the New York Times just rep-. and a guy goes off on some tirade and saying, Oh, that's just right wing uh, whack jobs, you know, they're doing so. And the host of the show comes back and says, "The New York Times is not a right wing, a right wing idiot." And then, at the <laughs> time, the New York Times clarified one of their statements that they put out that effectively said, "We lied. We lied in the past. Eyes that verified these lies lied," and. Um, everyone involved in the process included lied to the american people and we should be ashamed of ourselves and started reading that into that dialogue and, and man they just flat out stopped went to commercial break and it was oh, over a new subject to come back where we we're talking about uh, i don't know i think it was uh, a gun swap for sports ticket c uh, option that they were trying to think about well, Kind of funny, right? I mean, anyway, it, that story finally caught a little bit of roots in a place that people can't deny. When New York Times is considered to be the paper of record for the leak, you, you can't walk away from that story. And it was from the editorial board, and they, they're find it so far. Can I just
2: butt in there? Can I butt in there? I've been been reading about that, and I want to just point something out to you. They're saying that the New York Times are trying to get ahead of the story because there is a grand jury indictment about to take place over Hunter Biden. I'm just telling you that's. They're saying they had to do it because otherwise they would have been. You know, they would. People would have said they knew, and he didn't tell anybody. So they've got ahead of the story. But I believe there's an indictment to go with it. Are you hearing that, Jay?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You, uh, if you look, yeah, you listen to. Had a dozen reports out now that suggest that we're going to see an indictment soon, uh, of yeah. Hunter Biden, and uh, like me, within the next week to ten days. So. Um, yeah. Uh, here is that go. the Delaware okay. case? Uh, yes, sir,
0: okay, all right, I'm up to speed well, what Andrew, what do you feel the impact of this laptop is going to be to the u s
2: well I think two things really um somebody said it to me and i and i and i I have to say it's the the fact that he lied your president lied to everybody in the country on more than once saying it was Russian misinformation when he must have known it wasn't because his son would have told him whether it was real or not. Secondly, within that laptop, there are two photographs. I've got, got them and they are one of him doing lewd things with a 14-year-old niece, the daughter of his brother. She is wearing, um, I have to say, it's disgusting. And then there's another one with a seven-year-old girl as well. Um, both members of the Biden family and one of them is very uncompromising so he's known knowingly suppressed paedophilia as well that's the president of the United uh, States because he's known that this laptop is his son's so I cannot if if I look at Watergate I cannot believe in any way shape or form that a president could survive this because then when you go into Burisma you go into the emails that exist on that on that laptop, which we've all seen. You'll have seen them as well. We know that they've laundered money from three different countries. So if the American people, and it is the American people, don't insist that this man is removed immediately, then I believe democracy is dead in the USA. I have to say that because how could anybody survive that? How could you not have the 25th Amendment Uh, enacted for that sort of conduct. He also got elected on the basis that everything on that laptop wasn't true because he denied it publicly during the election. So that's my position on it.
1: Well, but hang on a second. Hang on a second. And Pete Pete Buttigieg, I think it may still be on me from adopting a child. And so he, he wouldn't be able to paper until he gets done, whenever that is. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Roll out, And with that bit of humor from Jay Truitt, we'll take a break. We'll come back with the second half of the program. Roll Oh my God. We're out of here. Oh, more after this. Just want to remind you that on Monday, March the 28th, Sterling Livestock, there is going to be a water discussion about the South Platte. Chuck Miller, Senator Jerry Sonnenberg have all helped me put together a program Teresa Thibodeau campaigning for the next governor of Nebraska is going to be present, and we are going to have an education. You're invited, all public members invited, to the Santa Moses Sterling Livestock on March 28th from 1 o'clock to 3. See you there. Welcome back. Roll out Trent Lewis alongside Andrew Henderson and the U.K. Jay Truitt trying to be funny today. I did not know that it was the uh, Secretary of Transportation that was in charge of invoking the Twenty Fifth Amendment, saying that the president was not fit mentally to serve. Is that that's a true story, Jay? That's not my interpretation.
1: No, but no, but he has to sign. (laughs) So part of that is is that everybody has to sign, but he's at home. Uh, uh, He's taking care of a new child, so um,
2: But surely, why why can't his husband take care of the child? Surely in a case like uh, this they could make him sign question. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, But Jay Jay, as usual though, Jay, as usual, uh, to be fair to you, you're always you've been pretty accurate like this. You're sort of sort of throwing cold water on this. You're saying you're you're indicating to me that perhaps nothing will happen. And that really does surprise me. Do you think that he'll survive this?
1: Uh, well, so wait though. I, I think there's two different questions here. You're talking about a process that that effectively is required to be conducted by the administration against its own lips. Um, yeah, and in I, I that don't process, think the Twenty Fifth
0: Amendment's involved. I'm just going to say that. I, that's yeah, not, there's other I, avenues I just, for ju- justification. Just it's not the Twenty Fifth Amendment.
2: Well, Trump Trump yeah. has said that. Wait till you see that. He said that the 25th Amendment will come back to bite Biden. But OK, I'm not going to. But go on. Yeah. Okay. I,
1: so I don't see I don't see that process taking place. I can't imagine a day here before or not before too long that potentially see an indictment uh, of Hunter Biden. But more importantly, you may see a, an indictment of about half the members of that family. Remember that real quickly, something happened here over the last, last several months that the, the IRS allowed uh, Hunter Biden to make some restitution uh, to them of taxments that he should have made. Um, and he made all this income from overseas, but he apparently didn't declare it all properly. One of his partners has already gone to jail improperly filing his taxes. If you think back was it that um top aides that did go to jail the first one was manafort and went to jail for really only one reason and that reason was was that he improperly declared his the the income and so um you know uh he didn't get an irs uh um skit uh but hunter biden has so far And so, in Hunter Biden's already declared that he got the money, right? Or he wouldn't have had to pay the tax. And so, well, it wasn't a
2: very much. He he didn't have to. He didn't have to pay that much, compared to what's suggested on that laptop. He didn't have to pay that much at all. He paid a million dollars.
1: The point. The point being that he's become his own worst witness now. At this point, a prosecutor, you start to just use the his own actions in his own sworn state address, um, uh, yeah. to dec- what actually happened. And, and then he has to explain why. And, and, as a, uh, sadly, a long time ago, I went through that process where I had to go back and file several years worth of taxes because we had made a, we had made error in about two or three years worth of income, uh, in how we declared it. And they make you sign a sworn statement that this is the absolute truth. This is, this is what you really did. And one way or another, um, he indicts the rest of the fan, well, whether he likes it or not. The bad apple pulls the barrel down. Now, what, what happens if, when Joe Biden is indicted, right? Well, nothing if, technically. If, if, He's if. indicted. He's they, they, they wouldn't actually indict him while he's the setting president. Um, they would just wait. But uh, uh, the charges would be there. They, you, you can't really uh, uh, go through with that prosecution. I think the Department of Justice would never execute that, I don't think. Um, um, but what happens? Well, we'll end up with a uh, impeachment trial, and there won't be enough votes to probably impeaching time either. Uh, just like there wasn't enough.
0: Wow. Impeach, and, and that's uh, wow. That's Impressive. where it really wow. gets interesting, Jay, because the impeachment is controlled by members of the House. And the House is dominated by people who are friendly to Biden. And so the interesting part there is the people who there are some the people that elect these individuals. And they are going to be livid mad <clears throat> that you have a sitting president that's knowingly involved in a criminal ring. And they watch their elected representatives do nothing.
2: That's where it gets interesting. Yeah, which means that in the in the uh, in the elections in November, if the if the Republicans win the Senate and the House, would that not indicate then that that's the time to uh, to go for Biden and everybody else?
0: Well, you got to get there first. Uh, yeah. you have to have voter integrity yeah. to get there right. to that point
2: mm yeah so, so you, don't a, think any, you don't think anything will happen then well,
0: I, uh, I, I'm not speaking for Jay but I, from my opinion there's too much unknown yet that has to develop before we know what's going to happen
2: okay okay
1: yeah okay I think the the mechanics of the process are uh, are gonna be interesting as they as the gears grind forward here but again I I think it's exactly right, and, and some of the reporting that was out that suggested, that as well as exactly right, I do think that the New York Times officially flipped on the Biden. One. That's really what this was about. And, right, and they weren't going to get in an, another big lie. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that really pushed the Stormy Daniels story and the hoax story against Trump. They were the arrears of that story. Well, in one one swoop, the Stormy Daniels story was proven to be one, not ninety-eight percent false, one hundred percent
2: false, Completely fabricated. But you can't.
1: But you, can't, so but you can't keep.
2: You can't keep thinking that the fake news, the fake news can't just keep admitting they got things wrong. I mean, they're getting everything wrong. So you would. Li- you'd like to think that eventually. That wall comes down. They're getting everything wrong, aren't they? And I think,
1: yeah, I think the New York Times finally by somebody. And remember, that's you know uh, their sidekicks in the in the left wing media, Washington Post, that's by Jeff Bezos. They haven't come. They haven't come. They have the same conclusion yet, right? Um, But the New York Times, uh, I think, has decided that. Listen, if they're going to survive. they better try to figure out how they survive. And the only way to do that at some point is to report some truth on these on these matters. They can still be as biased as they want, but they can't just lie. It's
2: very and, interesting. Uh, I, I, I agree with you there.
0: So here's where I come down on this. It, it's we know that these media outlets give us uh, at best a selective portrayal of the truth. More times than not, they're giving us the agenda and the rhetoric that they want us to have rather than what's actually happening. And the fact that they now come clean means nothing to me because you you can't trust somebody who's coming clean and then go around quoting them and saying, here's what the New York times says. They are, they're pathological liars. They are rather than trying to get people the truth. So you stop watching the news outlets that you've currently been watching because the only way we truly make an impact is you dry them up from their sponsorships because nobody watches what
2: they're t- telling
0: you, and that goes well, for every single outlet, including Fox, all of them.
2: But Trent, that doesn't seem to work, does it? Because even it hasn't even uh, you know you, you say that. But, you know, CNN and, and NBC, they're getting virtually no viewers, but they've still got money because the oligarchs keep funding them. You know, the, the, the yeah, deep state I keeps know. funding them. So that doesn't stop it from happening, does it?
0: Well, as long as they have no viewers, they can keep talking to themselves.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's I do true. that every day in the show. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. I- well, there's three. Think, there's, two exactly. there's two of us. There's two of us watching it. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, but I think I think yeah. on that you have to you have to kill these guys with their pocketbook.
2: Um, it's, it's and... funny how times have changed though, because in the years gone by, a story like this would have been driven by the media, and he would have been toast within a week. Oh yeah, and that's where it's really yeah. sad that. I listened to Jay, and I think he might be right, but it's really, really sad because it means we have no independent journalism at all, and that is really scary. We are actually living in a police state. That's what it's telling me. We're being told what to believe and what Mm -hmm. not to believe.
0: Yeah, I agree. But here's the deal. The three of us have found a way to go find credible sources and get the information and present it to people it's there. You just have to work for it. And in this campaign season, because, you know, right now I'm I'm obviously watching what's happening in not only my state, but around the nation, um, people continue to say, well, the media can't trust them. And yet, for the people they're going to vote for, they don't go do the elbow work, uh, use the elbow grease, and find out, hey, this sitting person, House, Senate, whatever the case may be, what's their voting record? Go look at it. Go research and talk to the person instead. Yeah, still point. too many people sit at home watching the TV ads and say, "I'm going to vote for that person because they do a good job on a TV ad." That's what got us into this problem to begin with.
2: Very true, and yes. and also I see that this election in the pri- in your primaries, for starters, is really going to be between people who believe in Donald Trump versus people who believe in Mitch McConnell, and and then um, and Mitch McConnell has the money. That's the worrying thing. You've got all these people that are uh, endorsed by Trump. But actually, McConnell has ways and means by using money to make people think a different way.
0: Mm. With that, we'll take a break. We've got one segment. For all right left, Agreed. Andrew Henderson, Jay Trent Luce, and it's happening right after this. And now we talk about immune health. We talk about health in general, the world's authority on nitric oxide production. Dr. Nathan Bryan explains. We've got about
1: 14 COVID clinics around the U.S. where we have a a nitric
0: oxide drug trial going on.
1: I'm exposed to COVID probably every day. You know, pre-COVID, we as humans are exposed to viruses and bacteria every day of our life. That's just the world we live in. Some people get sick. Some people don't. Why do some people get sick and why do others not? It all boils down to their ability to generate nitric oxide and to have certain things replete in their body like vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, selenium. If you're nutrient deficient, you're going to get sick. If you can't make nitric oxide, you're going to get sick. If you do all these things, you can be exposed to, to COVID or any other virus, and your immune system nips it in the bud, and you don't get sick from it. It's really that simple.
0: We're going to change this ordering process up to make it simpler. Go to loosetailsmedia.com LooseTalesMedia.com. loosetalesmedia.com. There will be an order mechanism there. And if you want more of the science, I'll get that to you from Dr. Nathan Bryan. Loosetalesmedia.com. It's N-O-2-U. The the product's the same. The place you get it is different. Roll route. Trent Loose alongside Andrew Henderson. Finally, get that ice drink drank. Won't have to deal with the ice rattling anymore. Jay Truett, at least he's drinking coffee. You don't hear that to the same tune.
2: Is this this my ice you're moaning about?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I am moaning. (laughs) Right. All right. So back to the voting record. You know, um, Waters of the U.S. continues to rear its ugly head. It is just one more of the intrusions of the federal government that started during the Obama administration. The Trump administration pretty much got it at bay. It's coming back. Andrew, that waters of the U.S. is basically gives a bureaucrat complete jurisdiction over your place. If you ever get a rain again, any puddle of water is under the jurisdiction of the federal government. But I had a friend of mine. Uh, who's actually campaigning against a sitting senator in North Dakota, share with me his voting record on land acquisitions in the name of the federal government and uh, voting to against him appealing or fixing the waters of the U.S. rule. And this is uh, perceived as a conservative Republican. And you go look at the voting record, there's some major holes in it. And this is not only picking on Senator John Hovind, it's saying, we all need to do a better job at looking at what these individuals who are supposedly representing the Republic actually do with their vote rather than what they'd say in a campaign ad. Jay, you've got to well, be, that going drive you insane for seeing this for so many years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, and let me just, let me just say, hey, I think everything you is the biggest mouthful that uh, you could possibly say it is the whole reason that people need to engage in, in the election process differently than they passed and begin to hold political uh, uh, to a, a whole different standard. And literally, that is, there are some times that um, we, there there's some issues that may be some fuzzy ground we want to make some progress on versus not hit a home run. A home run's not possible, uh, and so I'll let you equivocate on those. These are types of issues you know, equivocation, and people, uh, you have Republicans all across the country um, campaign lambasting the community, and then they go back to D.C. and go on to the cool kid parties. Um, they end up actually on a softer sense or negotiating out a softer position on all that stuff. Nonsense! It has to stop. It has to stop. Does that, and it, does you're better not off. You're better that. off to be in the minority. You're better off to be in the minority than to win and and still go along with
0: this stuff. What What does it tell you, Andrew?
2: Well, I've been watching this. How, how it all. It's even you know, with all your rhinos that vote in uh, in Congress for things that are definitely not. Uh, republican issues they will vote in a democrat way and I, I believe that it's also been the case when uh, when the other when when the republicans are are, are in in in, uh, in charge that you've had democrats that have voted the republican way and the same thing's happening here in the uk and i i've actually worked it out you know tony blair tony blair's part of the world economic forum as is boris johnson as is biden as is Obama. The only one that wasn't was Trump. And I'm going to say this because I think it's quite interesting. I don't think it really matters with the way that they've got elections rigged now who actually gets in power, because it's actually all about keeping a team of people that work together, whether whether they're Republicans or Democrats, Labour or Conservative here in the UK. They are in power and it's their way of earning money. And I think What we're seeing when you describe what you've just described is, you know, you've got the odd person that makes a stand and it is the odd person. And when you actually look at voting, the the voting uh, records of any politician, I think you would be surprised if they were part of a government at one stage or another, either an opposition government or the government, that these people are all in the same swamp. I think that's what I'm beginning to realise. These these people have had it. Nobody's checked on them for far too long. And look at this Supreme Court um, nominee that Biden is trying to get through um, Congress at the moment. This woman has has literally, you know, she's been found out. They've 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 actually withheld forty two thousand pages of her uh, record in terms of um, sentencing. They've withheld that from Congress because they don't want them to see it. Are you kidding me? And the and the Republicans and Democrats are all happy about that.
0: Uh, Josh Hawley from Missouri is not.
2: No, he's not. No, but the point yeah. I'm trying to make is that don't you see what I'm where I'm getting at? That it doesn't really matter with with the swamp the way it is now. It doesn't matter what party's in power. These people are in power, and they're in power to 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 line their own pockets.
1: Yeah, I will. That specific issue that you just brought up, I think it'll be interesting. To be almost always within this process. There's a there's like a formal opinion that comes from two or three different organizations to the committee, and they accept them at least as evidence. I think you'll watch will probably include all forty thousand pages of that. It's uh, because those aren't private matters; they're public matters of uh, mm-hmm. judicial uh, judicial. Re- review is going to include that they just submit it to the committee but i think judicial watch no no no. he asked make it a
2: part of the the josh howley josh howley asked for them all to be made aware he asked because they're saying that he's he's only cherry-picked and he says well if i've only cherry-picked you show me all of her um you know all of her sentences across the board you won't find anywhere where she hasn't been lenient on pedophiles now at the end of the day this is a really significant issue that if you've got somebody yeah. that I heard that one of the pe- pe- people that she convicted um got three months jail when they should have had th- at least 30 years.
0: Well, that's why yeah, Biden's yeah. trying to get her in there before his son is actually convicted of pedophilia, because that way he'll have a judge that's lenient.
2: Yeah, but he'll need, he'll need more than one, won't he?
0: Yeah, I know. I was not being I was being facetious, but. But still, it's a parallel point. Andrew, I wonder if you've come to the realization yet that what you described, and I agree with, on the bureaucrat swamp and how everybody works together to try to protect themselves, which, if you look back at the presidential election, November 2020, it wasn't the Democrats that beat Donald Trump. It was the swamp-dwelling Republicans who didn't want their uh, corruption exposed. It's that simple.
2: Well. Yeah that there's the point when when is the public going to realize when is Mitch McConnell going to call out this laptop when is when is you know all these prominent you know Mitt Romney why are they not saying hang on a minute this is this is far worse than you know see, Ashley Babbitt see, being the only person is, who died that- why
0: are the great people of Kentucky not getting so loud that Mitch McConnell has to respond
2: well I don't... I, That's the question. Maybe, maybe they are responding. Maybe they are responding, but he just doesn't because he knows he can get no. away with it.
0: No, they're not. I should hear him. If they were loud, Jay and I would hear them. We're not hearing the great people in Kentucky yeah. standing up saying, we want accountability, Mitch McConnell.
2: Hmm? Okay. But what about Kevin no, McCarthy? Is, why is he not...
0: What? Hold on, Jay. What? Jay,
1: go. No, so there's... You know, in the United States, there's a handful of states that are really good at this whole political game, right? Or that they play it at a really sophisticated level, I would say. some yeah. states play it as just rough-and-tumble, kindergarten-style, you know, being on the playground and when uh, Kentucky is one of those states that people, uh, people in their system – are pretty well informed of what goes on, and they. I think the reason you haven't heard the complaint in Kentucky is because Mitch McConnell, like no one in their history, has brought home the bacon, and they have. They see the benefits of him being the leader, and uh, in the same way that it, South Dakota stuck with Tom Daschle, even after South Dakota. Sh- shifted way past Tom Dash. Um, mm-hmm. um, they kept uh-huh. him. And, I, and it was because South Dakota is uh-huh. one of those places that can play pretty sophisticated political football as well.
0: If I'm a Kentucky Jay, resident, Jay, I get pretty break loud break. saying, why isn't Mitch McConnell standing up for justice? And who exactly is your wife working for? Yeah. Those are the two questions I asked Mitch McConnell, and I do it in a very loud way because she clearly oh, has right. some ties to a nation that I don't think is our best interest in mm. art. Mm. Right. Period. One,
2: one thing that's really coming ask. through very strongly is that we're, we're all trying to give excuses why justice isn't being uh, dealt out. And that's a. Uh, let's hope we don't have these discussions in 12 months' time, because there won't be anything left to salvage. That's the problem we've got here now we've allowed this to go on and it needs salvaging very, very quickly. We cannot allow this, this laptop is, is the biggest story that hasn't broken in my lifetime. It should be the biggest story in the world. Um, because it's showing crime at the heart of the American presidency. Yeah. It's it's simple, simple, simple equation. And if we can't see justice from that, then we have a really tough future for the, well, for, the ma- for mankind, basically.
0: And so one of now. the three of us, so Jay I, Truett, uh, felt compelled to wear a seatbelt during this broadcast, and it's not you and I.
1: Yeah, just in case <laughs> they <me>. flew, flew <laughs> out of their chair. Right? <clears throat>
2: Excuse me. Hey, so I didn't, I didn't take it off so just in case yeah. it stops the feed. Jay
1: Truett, one minute. Right. Okay, it is, imp- it is imperative, though, that people understand that there's two separate swamps in Washington, D.C. Sometimes they help each other out and sometimes they don't. You have the bureaucracy swamp, swamp, which is one thing. Then you also have the pool swamp, and that's a completely different animal. And again, sometimes they help mm-hmm. each other, but not always. So make sure you call, you, you, when you,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: stay focused on it long enough, you'll figure out, out that you got to both. Well,
0: and keep in mind that the bureaucratic swamp answers to the political swamp. The political swamp is supposed to answer to the people who elected them. There's nobody holding the bureaucratic swamp accountable.
1: Yeah, correct. Right. And in fact, the political class finds themselves answering to the bureaucratic class. That's exactly what happened with CDC
0: over the last 24 months or more and that will do it we have successfully journeyed down the road connecting rural and urban america no seat belts required but you can wear them if you'd like for jay truett andrew henderson trent Lewis, all three of us reminding you that all roads do lead to a roll route if you're content as a cattleman in the great plains of america what you're getting for your calves at weaning or selling them at 600 pounds then don't go check out certified piedmontese on the web at lonecreekcattleco.com